0: Hello, friends, and welcome to To The Point, the home services podcast that focuses on marketing and operational solutions to help you get better. Because if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. Now, let's cut through the bullshit and get to the
1: point. What's up, everybody? Super duper excited to be here today with my co-host, Mr. Tall Paul Redman.
0: Glad to be here, Chris. Thank you.
1: I am Cristiano your host. Uh, Tall Paul sometimes is also known as Bob Saget.
0: See, uh, that's where I disagree. There's a huge difference Stunt between double. Bob Saget and Danny Tanner. Big difference. Big difference.
1: That's fine. Well, he's a family guy on one end. The other end, he's a really raunchy comedian. Seedy comedian. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was thinking like Danny Tanner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AKA
0: Okay, cool. Danny Tanner's admirable though, man. All right, man.
1: All right, all right. Well, everybody, welcome to To The Point. We are super excited to have you listening today. And today, this is not even an episode. This is laying the foundation- for the episode. For all upcoming episodes of To The Point. And the purpose of this pre-episode is to explain why we decided to do To The Point to help all of our tradesmen folk and tradeswomen folk. Fair.
0: It's fair. So I'll start with you. Do you mind so if we're I- gonna
1: flip the script right out of the gate and I I'm them. now the co-host and you're Perfect. the host? I'm the is that host. what you're saying? Yeah, welcome.
0: Let's do it. Glad to have I'm you. I'm ready. Here. Let's fucking go. Let's Whoa. go. So you dropped an F bomb already. See, I'm not an F bomb guy. So you're not gonna hear a lot of F bombs on out of me on this podcast. You might hear <laughs> some out of Chris.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Thanks, Kyle. Appreciate the only F bomb
0: you. you hear out of me is Febreze.
1: Hey, can you just bleep that out, please, because my kids might listen to this one.
0: Your kids are absolutely not going to listen to this, yeah, unless, unless you're listening. Okay, go. Let's roll. All right. So, um, Chris, why the trades, man? Why so narrow?
1: Why the trades? Because this is my life. It's been uh, 12 years of working in the home services trades, primarily HVAC, plumbing, electrical, and helping them grow. Um, I got sucked into this, man. Like, I was an internet nerd. I, actually, I will tell you this. Still I Still are. I, I know. So, I've done, uh, on as you know, Paul, I've done hundreds of breakouts and keynotes and things like that and it's always in the trades um but if i if i go back and look like how did i get into the trades i got sucked into this like i had zero interest in getting involved with heating and air conditioning or plumbing or electrical or, or really even internet marketing in the beginning you were going to be a state trooper so i wanted to be a sheriff man a constable like sheriff yano i did i'm from indiana um i <laughs> and and my and my grandpa uh, was this, Well, everybody, he was about a volunteer firefighter, sheriff, you name it. And he probably did about everything else that happens in the country. Uh, but I, like, really wanted to be a sheriff. And so I thought that's what I was going to be with Sheriff Yano. So I go to uh, Indiana State University, proud home of Larry Bird. Um, and I'm taking criminal justice classes, but I'll be damned if I didn't get a DUI when I turned 21.
0: <laughs> so is that is that it? You can't bounce back. DUI, criminal justice. I mean, like it's a significant
1: derail. And uh I, you know, thought, okay, like I messed that one up. So um get don't don't drink and drive. Um did you spend Uber the night now. in jail? I did not. Um at that Grandpa time bailed you out. But I did have to like I had to go at one point and do a, a quick overnight. Um
0: mm. what did you learn
1: in, in, in jail. Overnight. So I learned that to never drink and drive again. Never good. Yeah, never ever again. again. Yeah, ever
0: again. So it's it and at this point, like fast forward twenty years like no one should drink and drive uber's way of course yeah absolutely so this is a great public service announcement for not drinking and driving yeah
1: so but this is but it derailed me um and so i had to figure something else out and um and and my sister went to go work for this little bitty company called google um you know in the early 2000s like 2001 somewhere around there i I think she was like like she was really on brother um and then my um brother-in-law was early on. And so, um, it, you know, and I like actually, first 100 people. So they were in there early. Yeah. yeah. And, and I got, uh, I just, I sort like, I took a liking to it too. And it was something completely different. And here we are from the Midwest, you know, kind of way slower and how you know, everything time, starts from the coast time out. comes what's,
0: in. What's the first thing you Googled when you realized like, wow, you can look up anything.
1: Oh my gosh. I have no idea. Yeah. I have no clue. I don't know. Maybe I Googled myself.
0: I looked up the great wall of China. <laughs> you Googled yourself. You saw your
1: Make sure my DUI is not on there, (laughs) Um, and it was. Uh, But anyhow, it's gone now, so you can't find it. (laughs) Thanks, Kyle. Um, So anyhow, moving forward, I uh, I had to switch it up, man, and uh, and I didn't even know I was into like a sales. I didn't know I could do sales. I found out. I'm going to fast forward this. I found out that was pretty decent sales. I went to work for um. I moved to Arizona and and started working for a a big yellow page publisher called Dex Media, which was Quest Dex back in the day. Still around. Somehow hanging on by a thread. You um, still use them, and I worked, f- and I worked for them, and um, and man, I just I didn't love like being able to tell somebody if you bump up to this size ad and add red to it, it's going to get more people because I really didn't know. Yes. And they were sending out these surveys and whatever, but so, but then they started offering online yellow pages, and that part I kind of took a liking to. Um, and that came in it, fast too. And it like- came in fast, quick, and and it was something that I adopted and I got and I believed in, mm-hmm. and so I was able to to run with it. Um, as I was working for, uh, Dex, which is then, De- or which was um, Dex Media at the time here in Phoenix, Arizona, um, I, uh, got, was got, got poached by a company called yellowpages.com kind of out of the blue. And, they um, called you up and said, Hey, we it was like, your... yeah, it was recruiters. Like they yeah. called me and then they made me a pretty sweet offer to make a transition, come and help them, uh, launch this Phoenix office. And
0: you're a young family at this time, but you're doing well. Like you found your... Your little niche.
1: I did, man. Like we felt, it was just, I was good at it because I believed in it. Yeah. And it was easier for me and I could talk to people. So it was like, it was like what I felt like I was supposed to be doing. Yeah. And I Not was good bull
0: at riding or indie car driving. Which no, man, I later. did all those things. Yeah. <clears throat>
1: um, no, really man, it was like my right career. Um, well, you asked me about like. For sure. The for trade. Sure. We'll, so, get back. we'll get back to that. So I, uh, um, it's just something where I got good at it. And then I decided to, and I'm obviously fast forwarding through a ton, but um, at one point, if you don't believe in what you're selling, you got to make a change because I don't want to go, I'm not trying to sell snake oil. I'm trying to sell what I believe in and and help companies grow. I care about people. Um, And I don't believe that was happening. So what I was selling wasn't happening, but it wasn't as a result of me. It was a result of the company I was representing. So I needed to make a change. Um, And so I decided to, uh, the high risk taker that I am and not seeing all that could potentially go wrong and everything that could go right. Still don't. (laughs) <laughs> still still <laughs> the same way. I thought, man, I, I, if I could do this so well for these guys and I learned it, I could do it. I could not only you know sell it, but then do it and do it well and believe in what I'm selling because I'm controlling that piece yeah. of it. So I went down that path, man. And just so happened that um, a couple of my customers out of the gate that I brought on board, and this is going to sound really weird, but I actually, even though I started the company, which was called Brickyard Marketing back then, which was 2007, um, officially 2008, as I was learning business, that I actually had to, like, register, you know, <laughs> everything. Um, I just had a couple of customers that were in the um, HVAC employment business, and they were really good and yeah. really influential um, with the manufacturers. And so that's where it started. But I thought that they were, like, my biggest customers, so I really had to take care of them because I didn't want to lose them. Like, I had a family yeah. I had to support, you know, and And they I held
0: you, like, super accountable.
1: Super accountable. Like, I need to know every – in th- this particular company too was HVAC and plumbing. Um, big, big, big player. Um, but had to, like held me accountable on, Hey man, how many service leads am I bringing in that are new customers? I don't care about the old stuff. Like I need to know yeah. new business so I can track, you know, attach revenue to it. How many were, um, you know, were, were, were straight up sales leads or install leads as we'll call it. Um, how many drain cleaning leads do I have? How many sewer leads do I have? How many sump pump leads that like so on and so forth and understanding what am I actually bringing in and what's it costing me, Chris? What's my cost per lead? Is it going down? It's not, why is the cost per lead not going down? Hey, it went down. That's great. Can we get it to go down more? Like that's the perpetual conversation that still happens to this day. So what that did though was force me to understand the trades quickly because I wanted to keep him happy. Mm -hmm. And he, and we're talking real numbers all the time. And, and so it forced me into learning the trades, but it was very overwhelming because there's so many so many variables to heating and air conditioning and plumbing and electrical and roofing. We had some great roofing customers um, early on, but I had to start learning the trades, and this forced me into it. And because it required so much time, I couldn't. I started to think like, I maybe I should just focus on the trades because yeah. it, I'm learning it. So it's almost like back in the day when I was just selling, I would go into a specific like heading category. And just stick with that one. And mm-hmm. then I, cause I had to cold call and I would just be like, call this air conditioning and heating company. And then whatever I learned from that call that I messed up, I took it to the next call and the next call and the next call until I finally started to understand what questions to ask that mattered or questions I didn't ask that I should have asked that yeah. mattered. And so I just started applying some of those same things to, Hey man, internet marketing. I want him to be happy and I want him to feel like he's growing his company and it feels good to do that for him. And I was an early adopter in the online space and, and, so now it's been like 12 years, and I'm still only working with the trades. I mean, HVAC, yeah. plumbing, electrical. So you get really good at it this amount of time, but it's because I still feel like I'm just barely scratching the surface. Sure. You know, we've grown significantly since then, but here I am, man, and it's my life. The trades is my life, and I've had a lot of amazing conversations with a lot of really good uh, business owners that I thought, man, I wish I could have shared so many of these conversations over the past decade with everybody so that they can learn. And so here we are. You know, I was
0: thinking this morning as I was preparing to come in that like essentially, and I was thinking a lot about the trades and I was thinking about Ken Goodrich and how he said he reads, you know, something for the last 25 years, every night about the trades. And I was thinking about our job and really like we're in the service business too. Like there's things that we want to do for for our business and things like this that they don't get done between eight and five, like or seven and five or whatever that is. Like that is service business. That is you are there for your customers, serving at the highest level possible, and everything outside of that falls after that. But- yeah,
1: Ken. Ken wrote a book. So actually, it's a good point because so and and, and Ken will be a guest of ours on in a, in a future podcast, which would be great. So we can kind of dig into more questions. But because you brought it up. Um, one of the first books I I read, and I'm not a, wasn't a big reader, and I'm still not a huge reader. I try to read more, but was a book called The E-Myth, yeah. um, which was written by um, Michael Gerber, and it was really to kind of tee you up on how to actually run your business. Um, and so Ken actually um, teamed up with Michael Gerber and wrote another variation of that called The emith HVAC Contractor. So um, I read through it too. And, um, that way, and I kind of learned what Ken's method was because it is applicable to me. The better I know how to help my customers, even if it's outside of the scope of what we do at Rhino, which is straight up internet marketing for home services, um, the better it is for all of us. So I wanted to kind of be in the know. So he wrote that book, the, uh, the HVAC contractor with all of his knowledge. and, And it was, and it was, it's, it's huge. I think he rolled it out last year, but I can't wait to dig into that with him when he's on here.
0: Yeah. Sharp guy. I'm looking forward to it. So, um, tell me about today. Like you talked to, you've talked to contractors, um, across industries, you know, particularly HVAC, plumbing, electrical for the last 10 years. Like, are you hearing some of the same things today that you were hearing back then? Are you solving some of the same problems? What's that like? What's that Yeah. Like so,
1: um, and I do. And it's a lot of times I say like, uh, it still baffles me sometimes when people have, don't even have like a mobile version of a website. Yeah. Um, but people get focused on their own job, right. Yeah. And doing, you know, working in in, 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 business can be hard, you know, and, and, and especially if you're small and you're learning, you're wearing multiple hats and you're doing lots of things. So I understand at some point you have to take that next step. And when you're ready, we're here to help. So yeah. we have, you know, customers that are really small, you know, that, that are, that want to grow just as bad as our $120 million, you know, clients or 200, you know, so, you it's just, it still baffles me today how somebody will come to me and be like, hey, um, can you build me a website so I can get more customers and they just want a website? And I'm yeah. like, that's 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 not how it works. That's great. You do need a new website, yes, because you, if you look at your competitors, it's significantly better, you know, mm-hmm. um, but you got to do something with it. yeah. You know? You build the boat, you got to put it in the water.
0: And it's frustrating though, because you see a lot of these businesses and you see a lot of these business owners try like beating their heads against the wall, trying to solve problems that have been solved by people. Right. Mm -hmm. And for instance, you and I are in, in, you know, different trade associations and we go to different meetings and we hear the same things over and over again. And I think the problem is there's a lack of trust in the industry, whether it's a software company or a manufacturer or distributor, or particularly things related to the digital world. They just don't know who to trust.
1: Well, you hit the nail on the head because trust is the biggest obstacle. SmartAC.com. SmartAC.com. If you haven't heard of it, you better find out. If you haven't implemented it, you better check it out. You have to get started doing something. 2024 is going to be an absolute battlefield. What are you doing differently than your competitors? You need to make sure that your memberships are sticky. SmartAC.com does that. Lifetime warranty, insurance savings, filter discounts, 24-7 monitoring that lets you know about problems before the homeowner might even know about the problem. Live tech chat, service providers, all of this with smartac.com. You've got to check it out now. Um, And a lot of it has to do, like, if we're being 100% transparent, internet marketing is a shady industry. There's a lot of people who lie and do things wrong and let's face it it's the same way in the trades like there's a lot of shady industries because people do things wrong but there's also us good guys that do it right and are honest and transparent and the biggest differentiator there is how you communicate what you're doing with your customer yeah and that's something that um like i said when i was working for another company i didn't feel like they were executing the right way they weren't Mm -hmm. doing what i was saying that doesn't feel good and those people who actually uh, have integrity and want to feel good about what they're doing and you don't just want to sell somebody to sell them that's a big gap that's a big differentiator on how you're going to look in 5 years 10 years as a company you got to treat people right you got to care about the people that you're working with but you also really really what's made us so successful at Ryan is we feel we know the trades better than any of our competitors because yeah. we've been doing it longer we've been studying the data far longer we've got we hire the best people in here for the right you know I don't it's not me Right. We have a huge team of people that are experts in home services for digital marketing. Yeah, that's what it takes.
0: So what do you hope that the listeners will take away from you know every time they, they interact or listen to the podcast?
1: So my hope is it's not even about like yes, I I have an internet market, you know I own a Rhino. Um, and it's not even about that. The yeah. point is is I've had so many valid con- or uh, so many awesome conversations throughout this decade with different owners of all types. Um, and I wished I could share those things so people could hear what they asked, what the answers have yeah. been to then put them to use and help their businesses grow. Yeah. Because the way I look at a business in here is it's not just a logo. It's not just a person I looked and talk, looked at and was talking to. It's them, their families, their employees, families, the, the you know their employees also want to grow. like they might not just want to stay at the same level, they also want to grow, get better and, and create more wealth for themselves. Um, so I take it super personal, yeah, you know like that's why every month, man, good, bad or indifferent, we're going over reporting and we're talking about exact number of leads and yeah. the exact cost per lead. And then the revenue attached to that lead. So we always know mm-hmm. where we stand because it lets us know that we have that trust you are talking about. Yeah. And that trust piece is the key indicator, I believe, to a long successful future.
0: Yeah. I, I think what I'm most excited about is, uh, I'll tell you a story about a guy named Ryan. Uh, Ryan owns Beltline Heating and Air Conditioning in Maryland. And I'm not going to share the size of his company or his revenue, but he's a maybe 25 or 24 24 or 25 years old he's a client of ours and i look at him and i truly believe that all the problems that are going that he's going to face as he grows his company one other people have been through and two all the problems are solvable i truly believe he can run a 100 million dollar company one day and i believe that for everybody getting into the trade i believe that any company that is at a certain point and they've got aspirations of you know either generational wealth or you know, leveling up to whatever that might be. Everybody defines success and, and freedom differently. Um, but I truly believe like the things that are keeping them from achieving that are within reach. Some of it's personal and behavioral, which we'll, we'll talk about. Um, but a lot of it is just understanding what it is that's made people successful. It's uh, it, back to the whole, like everybody puts their pants on the same way. Like everybody's loading up their trucks the same way in this business. Like those. What, what, most of what's holding people back is, um, belief system, not believing, not trusting someone not trusting. You know, that's another thing too, is companies don't become successful all on their own. They need help, whether it's with a supplier, whether it's like the first supplier to ever give someone a line of credit, right? You hear stories about that companies that were like, man, I had nothing. I had no good credit. And so I, you know, someone gave me a $5,000 line of credit for me to Buy an air conditioner and install it and cash flow it for thirty days, and I could pay my guy, and that's how I started my business. Yep. And now I'm a multi so, cool. so cool. I love
1: and it. and I I love it. I've heard so so many of those stories. Yeah. Not only have I heard them, we've helped them totally. Grow. And I have customers today have been with us for the life of Rhino that they that I would love we, we got to get them on here and have them tell their story. Yeah. Um, it's so rewarding. It's when I always say you know even if we have new employees come in, um, is or even with customers that we're working with is to understand what their why is. The Simon Sinek, you know, starts yeah. with the why. So, because um, I un- need to know why. Why are you doing this? Yeah, I understand you want to make money. But, like, it's got to be more than that. Like, yeah. what is it? The money will, if you do it right, the money will follow. Like, what? what is it? What's going on? What's yeah. the why? How can we come alongside and help? Yeah. So, that why piece of it to me is the most important um, piece of understanding what they're doing right. and how they're doing it. Like, that's great, but why For sure, are you doing
0: it? So we're going to bring on people from all over the industry. So contractors, software providers, uh, manufacturers, executives, what other kind of, what kind of interactions are people going to be able to expect? Yeah,
1: man. Like I, what I want, what I want everybody to hear and take away from this is tactical things that they can do that they have complete control over, mm-hmm. right? Um, so that way it doesn't always have to be like, oh man, that's not applicable to me. Applicable to me. I'm only a $100,000 guy. I'm just just starting my company. Yeah. Or if they're on here, you know, we have customers that are upwards of 120, 130 million who go through a lot of acquisitions. So it's bringing on, you know, help on how to tee yourself up to be acquired. If that's, if that's Mm -hmm. something or for you to acquire somebody you know, and um, private equity, if you want to get, you know, have those types of conversations, or if you just want to grow and not do that, like, what are some things I can do? What should I be aware of? How should I be managing my, you know, how should I be managing this company? Like, what should I be looking out for? What's some, what's some, um, one thing that we did with our, creating our partnership with, uh, uh, with Gary Vaynerchuk and his sister company with Sasha Group was we were trying to bypass because of our growth, we were trying to bypass years of hurdle of these of these negative things that we could run into, problems that mm-hmm. we could run into. So for me, I was willing to, um, to, to pay for that so I could yeah. bypass this for my customers, right? I did not want to make mistakes as we grow. So if I could buy, buy, bypass that by partnering with somebody who's been through it and can help us navigate the waters operationally through that, I want to offer the exact same thing here to our listeners. Yeah. So that way, we're kind of doing this together. But because I've had so many of these conversations, that again, like when I decided I wanted to do this podcast, it wasn't just because with VaynerMedia and them pushing us to kind of get it done, which if that, if we'd listened to them, it'd have been like six months ago. Oh, yeah. But was I want to bring these solutions to people in the trades, which is where I am. Right. And so that's the point of this thing, man, is I want to bring in whether it's um, you know, it's it's uh, not just a business owner, but if it's a new technician or a tech that's looking to split out and do their own thing, yeah. you know, things that they should be looking for to help them get ahead of the game.
0: Yeah. And I believe just like marketing, like there's an organic way to build a network around yourself that, that doesn't require you to spend, you know, $100,000 a year by joining some sort of network or some sort of trade agency. And, and don't get me wrong, those are really, really good. I mean, the best of the best. Participate in those. Um, but there's a way to build a network authentically using people who are doing good things in the industry and piecing that together that um, can be done. And we hope to bring those people on and, and help our listeners connect with them.
1: Yeah, we've actually got a pretty good list of uh, upcoming guests, and, and we'll share them when the time is right. But we've really done our due diligence on what we believe are things that we want everyone to have a good takeaway from, and then building guests around that that we feel will be the most impactful that have already done it, yeah, you know, and can kind of give us some step-by-step directions along the way, us, I mean, the the listeners. So I'm pumped, man. Like it's been, I've been eager to do this. We're well prepped for it, you know, and uh, and I cannot wait uh, to share some of those guests that we have lined up.
0: Perfect, perfect. So last question, you talked a little bit about Gary Vaynerchuk. And if people don't know who Gary Vaynerchuk is, they didn't even hear his name when you said that. But if they know who Gary V is, they heard that and they're like, what? Gary V. Now they may have seen you like on social uh, up in New York or those guys in our office. Tell me about that process. Like what was required for like just the humility to raise your hand and say like, "Hey, I'm a really successful business owner and I need help." What was that process like for you?
1: Well, so um one thing that I've also learned and I think this kind of comes from my from just my competitive past on like if you're not getting better, you're getting worse and we say that at the beginning of the podcast fitter because, or fatter. Cuz I believe it, man. Like if you're not getting better, you're getting worse yeah. and somebody's getting better than you. So you got to keep chipping away at it every day to get better. So I'm not afraid to ask for help where I suck, man. Like I am a humble dude. Like if if I know I could reach out to somebody else to help me bypass mistakes because it's better for my customers and better, which in turn makes it better for me and my employees. Yeah. I'm in, dude. Like it's not even a, it's not even a, a second guess. Yeah. It's just how do you get to those kind of guys that will give you the time or even want to partner with you, like a Gary Vaynerchuk. And it took some chasing, man. Like it took. Months and months of be trying to make contact with, with them and uh, through his organization and really every angle I could try and think of yeah. to um, finally get through to one of his uh, EVPs and he was coming out to Phoenix in uh, two thousand end of two thousand whatever in two thousand eighteen um, for a, to do a big keynote with uh, Tony Robbins and um, Robert Herjavec from Shark Tank those guys so he was coming out and I was able to get him locked down for a dinner the night uh, the night before.
0: Question, though, was that dinner on a Wednesday night or a Thursday? (laughs) This is a great story. So, Do you want me to tee this up for you? Sure, man. Go ahead. So you've been chasing Gary Vee since before many of us knew who Gary Vee was, right? And uh, which I have another story to tell you about TikTok and my daughter and Gary Vee in a second. But um, you had been, like, reaching out to him personally for a long period of time and had some interaction and finally got some um, some traction with his organization before they had a small business. Like, they only dealt with Fortune 100, 300 companies, like... They were dealing with the big Super Bowl commercials. Multiple, right. like, no offense, Chris, but you weren't on their radar. No. Right? So finally, you're able to set up a meeting, and you get a dinner with Gary, and you've got it all teed up. You're going to go into uh, into Phoenix when he's in town. You're going to meet and have dinner, and it's on, you know, whatever night it was. So, uh, you know, you've got a lot going on. You've got kids. You're putting, you're you're like the Christmas light guy. So you're putting up Christmas lights, 5.30, 6 o'clock, phone rings. What what was that phone call like?
1: Well, my I got a pit in my stomach immediately because it was Gary's eight, uh, Gary's assistant saying, "Hey, just double checking that you're going to be here in 30 minutes." <laughs> I live like 45 minutes away, and I'm putting up Christmas lights, You're right? So, like, I'm not prepared for this. So, now I'm going to be real clear. I didn't get the date wrong. They got the date the date wrong. They got the date. They wrong? got the date wrong, and and apologize the Mayan calendar to me. No. So, so they got it oh, right. they did. They did. Yes. So, um, so it all worked out, but I clearly wasn't prepared. So I run inside, <laughs> I throw on some deodorant, some cologne, some clothes, wipe the dirt off my face and I haul ass down to go you know, downtown Phoenix it, to go meet with
0: them. And you had gotten a haircut the day before. I did. Which is yes. important because that's part of your prep. Yeah, part of man, your discipline of is like, yeah.
1: I mean, I throw, I get cleaned w- up. I could have went with a hat on, like it didn't matter. But like, thankfully I was, you know, I'd already, my hair was already done. So did like, you I'd, shower? No, man. I'm talking like... It's November. No, there's... And listen, like yeah. I had a short amount of time with him and I was already going to be late. So... Making an entrance. I drove a solid 100 miles an hour, which is another public service now. Because normally you'll drive the speed limit. Yeah, he only
0: drives 95.
1: Normally, yeah. So I get there. Um, I show up about 25 minutes late um, to a meeting with, with Gary. Um, and, and actually, it ended up working out yeah. because it kind of like... It made me st- stand out a little bit, and I sat right like when I came in, I was sat right next to him, and there was a um like three other people in this meeting with us too, so it was kind of like a uh, round robin, if you will. Yeah. Um, and it just worked out, but he and I were dressed identical, which that part was kind of weird, like Very weird. gray pants, black shirt, like the whole the whole nine yards. Um, some of the guys in there were wearing like his shoes and stuff like that. Like I was not, I have them. I was not doing that. Yeah. Um, but we were, I mean, I so I sat next to him, but it was weird because because I came in late, it was kind of like a ha ha, you know. Yeah. yeah, way to go, buddy. Yep. You know, In one shot, make a joke out of it, you know? And, um, but we clicked, but, yeah. but thankfully, because once I knew I had the meeting with them, I was able to, to also prep him ahead of time for who I was and that there was a potential partnership on a much bigger scale Yeah, because he was there. we talking with a couple different people just to help them with their own business. Not no partnership, talk nothing. I was just swinging for the fences, looking for like, you know, I wanted sure. the partnership so I could learn from them to help my customers. We get into this conversation, man, and, like, honestly, I, even though I was 30 minutes, like, 25 minutes, 30 minutes late, the majority of the conversations were, were he and I going back and forth about things because he had some context going into it from the months and months of me, like, pushing and trying to push this potential partnership mm-hmm. that they don't do. So everybody leaves uh, the meeting, and he and I keep keep going. You know, now he's waiting to go meet with Robert Candici from the Cardinals, um, and we had some affiliations with the Cardinals and stuff that we've done through different charitable things. But so I, kept, so we knew some of the same people, which was helpful. Yeah. And Bruce Arians, things like that. So we spent a little bit of time after that, kind of talking a little more detail. I'm like, hey, man, like we we have the home services industry on lock. Like it is our niche. We're great at it. Yep. Um, some All of the, some of the things that we're missing, you're world class at. And I would love to combine the two and let's go take it. Like, let's take it to the world. Let's go in the home services trade. And we didn't even have a, a social media team at that point in time. Yeah. So, like, we lacked where they were amazing. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the, the, the pitch was, how can I get you to partner with us to help us build a social media team that is a world-class offering but at contractor pricing? And, right. um, you know, and we can apply all of our knowledge from the trades to your knowledge and social media and voice search and things like that to give uh, our customers this amazing experience and help them grow and with their brand and things on like that. Mm -hmm. And he's in man. Like, but it took a lot of work, man, to get there. Yeah. And, uh, we did a handshake deal like right then. And then he shot a a video that I've played for the staff and I've, we've shared before of him and I, after the dinner saying, you know, great dinner, productive dinner. Let's, you know, let's go, you know, it's going to be an amazing 2019 or whatever. Um, And since then, like we've been, you know, to his office quite a bit and they've helped us, they helped, you know, recruit and hire our social team and given us like tactics and things like that. And it's been a great relationship, but talk about, um, work, man, I had to put in work to make that happen. And it was all because I care about the customers.
0: Yeah. It's been a great experience. We knew it was going to make us uncomfortable. I mean, they came into our business and completely like did a, a 360 on it, interviewing our employees. And we learned a lot through the process. Um, one of the things to this day that's still the greatest compliment is when they refer one of their clients to us. Yeah. Like that's yeah. awesome.
1: That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, for sure. Um, You know, and, and Gary, if anybody has not like looked him up, you got to at least look him up. The reason I liked him in the first place is he gives away so much awesome free content that can help your business explode mm-hmm. if you apply it. And he doesn't ask for anything in return. Yeah. Like it's like the Robin hood of um, marketing in my world. Like he's, you know, he wants to, to take all these things and then give it away. And yeah. I respect that because it, Part of the process is, I think you know, the, the, maybe the unspoken thing would be is you want something in return, and that's the hook that you hope that you say, "Hey, man, here's all the things you can do," and the likelihood of you actually doing all those things could be slim. But if you need help, we got you. Yeah, you know, and that, and I think that's okay. So, but I love that about him, and so the values were the same, yep. and we had a lot of similarities in the way that we speak and we kind of present things and our beliefs and stuff like that. So that's where I was so connected to him. He was just so much further ahead of me. Yeah, you know that I was like, man, if I could tap into this, I could, I could make this better.
0: Good, good. Um, if people want to talk to you personally or reach out, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you?
1: Me directly. So <laughs> thanks, Paul. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: I just tried to bypass half of my job filtering Jeez. people who want to talk to Chris.
1: So to go to uh, uh, P Redmond at <laughs> <laughs> Um So. I, you know, like I, I try to help as many people as I can personally, and I still have people that reach out to me and will send me text messages yeah. and things like that. Um, the reality is, is I have to be cautious of, of that because I do really value my personal time with my family and professional. But I'm I will respond to a as to a fault because yeah. I want to help. So I have a uh, I have my email is c y a n o at r y n o s s dot That's probably your best bet yeah. to get to me. Um, it was unfair. I threw that out there. You did. and uh, if you Transparency. Help, that is transparency. I want to help you, but yeah. getting my cell phone to blow up is, is not, not the answer. But
0: it's, it blows up constantly. Constantly,
1: yes. Yeah, and that's okay. But um, if I roll it out now, then I get blown up even more. So if you send me an email, I promise you I will respond.
0: All right, any last thoughts for anyone that is uh, listening in and uh, interested in listening to the next show? Yeah,
1: man, my biggest hope for you, and, and, and one, thank you so much for even for even listening to this and tuning in and, and hope I know a lot of folks that are probably listening, um, have met me or know me or heard me speak or something along those lines. So I want, you to know, I'm truly grateful, um, that you're even on here spending your time because I believe time is your biggest asset. Um, I really hope that everyone takes away something that can help their business grow. Because this podcast is geared specifically towards the trades, which is have, has encompassed my life. I mean, my wife is in this business. You know, I'm in this business. We're all in that. I love to give and help people. It's who I am. It's why I still make my house look like Clark Griswold's house at Christmas time is as much for my family as is the community, you know, for people to see it. Um, there's nothing more fulfilling for me than somebody to come back and tell me, you did this. It helped me do this. Like it's yeah. the most rewarding thing I've got. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing with my, you know, with our employees. I ask everybody for their goals. Yeah. So that way I can, if I, if I know what your goals are, I can help you hit your goals. I love to give back and help people. As you know, like we do a service day every single month here for the company. We always go out and serve somewhere in the community to give back to the community because we're, we're grateful. We're going Friday. Yep. We're going to St. Mary's Soup Bank. So that's my biggest thing is I want everybody on here to be able to come back and take something away. Yeah. And say like, damn, man, I saw, I listen to that podcast. You got to listen to To The Point. I took this away. It's solid. Like that to me would be the absolute best feeling. For sure. And assurance like this was the right thing to do. Yep.
0: Yeah. Good. All right. Well, we thank everyone for listening in and you will hear from us very soon.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much, everybody. And uh, tune in to our first episode of To The Point soon. Take care. Thank you for listening to
0: to the point we hope you enjoyed this episode please consider leaving us a review in the app store and don't forget to share with your friends till next time kick some ass